0: Somebody has to be the best in the business.
1: Welcome to the podcast palace of AWAM. Anime was a mistake. I'm your host, Andrew. With my co-Baruto host, Tim.
0: Andrew, we can only use that joke so many times.
1: I'm going to use it every time.
0: Okay. Anyways, I'm Tim. I'm here to keep Andrew on track and also shove anime down his gullet.
1: Mmm, mmm, so good. Mmm, delicious. But so we did an episode zero where we introduce ourselves, kind of where we are with anime. Go listen to that if you haven't, and if you're not going to. Basically, I don't watch anime. Tim does. Tim is making me watch anime. It'll be fun. Yeah, but so let's sort out the, the winter 2018 season is just starting, getting into its swing. Tim, what is the season?
0: So basically, it's an amount of time lasting about thirteen weeks. And at the beginning, new shows uh start. So every thirteen weeks you start getting new shows. Some animes well, some animes will run for just those thirteen weeks having twelve or thirteen episodes. Some will run for two seasons and have twenty four to twenty-six episodes. But basically, when a new season starts, that's when you know a lot of new anime will be coming out and a number of shows will be ending their season.
1: Gotcha. Was there any kind of uh, blockbuster season? Like, is it normally, like, the summer season is, like, where all the action is or anything like that?
0: Not that I know of. It definitely seems like you kind of never know what you're going to get. There's generally something that's, Really anticipated every season sometimes those shows fall flat sometimes you get some unexpected winners
1: okay so Tim what are you watching this season or planning to watch
0: yeah there's only one show that I've gotten around to watching so far but I am definitely going to check out the Junji Ito collection If you don't know who Junji Ito is he is the best har mangaka. Just period.
1: What's mangaka?
0: It's a person who does manga.
1: Okay, maybe I should have read the context clues better.
0: Maybe you should have, Andrew. But this is why you're on this show. It's a learning experience.
1: Oh, uh, not to crush my soul? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that too. But you'll learn from it. You'll learn... But no,
1: I'm actually excited to see this too. Yeah.
0: I'm also going to check out Darling in the Fran XX. It has two things that I love. It is a mecha anime, and it's made by Studio Trigger, who has made some of my favorite shows.
1: Why do you like Trigger?
0: Well, they made stuff like uh, Kill a Kill, uh, Space Patrol Lulico, uh, Little Witch Academia, all shows I really liked.
1: Do they have any certain um, style?
0: Very good. Very good is their style. Okay. Besides uh, that, I am currently watching The Ancient Magus' Bride or Mahous- Mahousuki Tsukai no Yomi. Actually, we should state through the record, our Japanese pronunciation is abysmal.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're doing our best, but neither of us speak Japanese. Nope. So, sorry in advance.
0: The last one on my list I don't think I'm going to continue watching, but I'm definitely going to check out Killing Bites because it looks kind of funny.
1: Any reason? It seems
0: like it's a fighting anime that is purely a vehicle for fan service. Who knows, it could surprise me and it could actually be a good show. But if the whole point is fan service, then it's probably just going to be a lot of TNA.
1: I got it. I'm not gonna be watching that one. <laughs> Fan service ain't my thing.
0: What are you gonna be watching?
1: Well, so I've watched the first episode of Citrus, um, and I should say, the way that I picked what to watch was just everything people are excited about. So I don't really, I didn't really do much research. Just what people are excited for. That's what I'm watching. Um, but so back to Citrus. It gave me a real, like, odd couple vibe. I don't know. It could be interesting. It could be really weird. I haven't decided yet. I'm leaning towards weird.
0: I mean, a lot of anime is weird, but that's part of what I love about it.
1: Uh, but this is weird in a special way.
0: Okay. Uh, first impression, what special way is it weird?
1: S- Stepsisters kissing? Hmm.
0: I mean, that doesn't sound too unusual. Like I'm not surprised that that's in an anime. But yeah, that's probably. I'm just saying fetish. that seems
1: to be the ma- like the main bit.
0: Well, what else are you watching?
1: Uh, so I haven't watched the rest of these yet. Kokoku? Um, again, the the Ido collection. Fate Extra, Last Encore.
0: Now, there's a couple of things I want to say about this show. One positive, one negative. The positive is the fate series can be pretty hard to get into. A lot of them are connected and have some kind of hard to pick up lore because a lot of that lore is also tied into visual novels. but uh, the positive that's the pos- the positive thing is this one seems pretty standalone. It looks which like- is good for me. Looks like you won't have to have had a lot of experience with the fate series.
1: So I'm not going to have to be a wiki warrior.
0: No, I'm sure there's a lot of references that you'll get uh, if you are a longtime fan of the Fate series. I'm sure there will be some reoccurring characters, uh, things like but that. But it shouldn't
1: push me away. No, as no, someone who has not seen any of it.
0: Negative, at least in my mind, is it a, It looks like it takes place in a digital world. And we've had a lot of shows recently about people uh, being transported to MMOs or just kind of digital worlds in general, even a few where it's just like, oh, hey, I woke up in a fantasy world. And a number of those are good and use that device well, but we've kind of had a non-slot of them. and it seems like they're jumping on that bandwagon pretty late and I'm not sure that they're going to use that super well especially when that concept really has nothing at all to do with what fate is outside of this series
1: interesting I'll have to keep that in mind while I watch it
0: I mean for you that shouldn't be too much of a negative because you haven't really experienced how often it's been used
1: I just mean like to watch out and see if it actually seems to make sense that it's in a virtual world and does it feel shoehorned even to me. Gotcha. Um, and then the the last show that I want to talk about is Hakata Tonketsu Ramen. And I did actually read a little bit about this. It sounds great. It's about, like, this ramen shop that gets involved with, like, the underworld I can't tell if it's like criminal underworld or like demon underworld. I saw it a little bit and it was enough to make me interested, so I haven't looked at more.
0: That sounds interesting honestly. I might check it out too if you say it's good.
1: Yeah, I'll report back. Good. Also Robin's delicious.
0: Ramen is delicious. But that's not what our show's about.
1: I wish it was.
0: So I do have a few more shows I want to mention. They're not shows we're going to be watching, but I do think are of note, and uh, you might be interested in them, I don't know. The first one is there's a new Cardcaptor Sakura uh, show. While I have no interest in Cardcaptor Sakura, I do know it's a very nostalgic show for a lot of people, and maybe this will be good, or maybe this will be like the Sailor Moon reboot, We'll just have to wait and see.
1: Oh, so is this like a, a a reboot of an old franchise?
0: I think it's a sequel. Okay. But it's also a franchise that has been, at least to my knowledge, pretty much dead for a while.
1: Like, what's what are we calling a while? Like, what, what era is the original from?
0: Uh, I believe the 90s. Okay. Maybe early 2000s.
1: Okay. So that's that's been some time.
0: And I could be wrong on that. I haven't really looked in a whole lot into Card Capture Sakura. It's just something I've never really had an interest in.
1: Okay. What else we got?
0: We got Nanatsu no Taizei, which I think is of note because the first, well, oh, it's the second season of Nanatsu no Taizei. The first season was on Netflix. Uh, labeled as a Netflix original. though technically it's not like the other Netflix originals. They didn't make it. They just got exclusive rights to stream it in the US. Okay. But I do think that that got a lot of people watching that and it's pretty likely if you're not somebody who has a Crunchyroll uh subscription or shall we say anything illegal to watch anime then this might be a show that you watched. And if you liked it, second season's coming out.
1: What's it mean?
0: Uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Okay. Yeah, it's about seven super-powered warriors who were, I guess, named after the Sins, and they hit people real hard
1: i was gonna say do any of them go bad
0: um i don't know
1: because like if i was named after a sin i feel like that would grate on me
0: probably probably i've seen a few episodes i haven't seen enough to really say what happens
1: i gotcha well so i think it's time to move on to our main course
0: i think it is all right, dig in, everybody. We're going to be review well, not reviewing, but going over Shogeki no Soma. Also called food wars. food wars. Yeah. So I want to make just a brief aside. The Japanese name, Shogeki no Soma. Shogeki is a made-up word for the series. It has a lot of significance within the series, but it just takes the uh, Japanese word for food, and a word for spear and shoves them together and no soma means of soma soma is the main character uh ah. within the series Shok- uh, shokugeki is essentially a food doll so the japanese title means food doll of soma food wars works a lot better in english than food doll of soma in my opinion
1: no you're probably right yeah um but I do have a question for you. Yes. So I am someone who, let's say late nineties, um, was playing a lot of Japanese games. Mm-hmm. And their translations were usually horrible. Yes. How is the trans how is general translation now?
0: Uh overall I would say excellent. Mm-hmm. Including not that I have ever watched any fan dubs, but let's say I did, even those are pretty good.
1: Okay, so like, I should not be expecting, like, 90s video game translations.
0: No. And you don't even really see, like, uh, four kids sort of translations where they really butcher jokes because they expect that you won't get them because they have something to do with Japanese culture. Uh, I believe in an episode of Pokemon... They refer to rice balls as donuts, because American kids aren't going to know what rice balls are.
1: So they localize and translate pretty well now.
0: Yeah, they, they do a pretty damn good job now. But yes, okay. in the 90s, it used to be pretty horrible.
1: Well, yeah, because that's my frame of reference for, like, standard localization.
0: I haven't run into any big shows that have done a noticeably bad job at it.
1: Okay. That's cool. But I wanted to get that out of the way. But so let's go... Uh, let me give you some background. I'm going to do my best with some of these names. Please let me know on the Twitter about how badly I did. Because I obviously have no idea.
0: Really grill them. Just roast them alive.
1: Yeah. At A-W-A-M underscore P-O-D. But so, uh Food Wars was originally a Shonen manga series in weekly Shonen Jump written by Yudo Sukuda and illustrated by Shun Again, sorry if I mess those up. Um it's it's an ongoing run. Started in November twenty twelve. Now the television series started April third, twenty fifteen, and is now in its third season. we're going to be going over the first season.
0: Specifically, we're going to be going over the first five episodes, which, to our knowledge, kind of comprises the first arc, like the first main chunk of the story. Yeah. You ready to dive in, Andrew?
1: Ready as I'll ever be.
0: Okay. So, the opening uh, bit of the show, we see our main character, Soma, sitting over a small grill where he's... Making squid.
1: With peanut butter.
0: With peanut butter. This will come into play a little bit later. I remember you saying that you really liked uh, this part of the introduction, correct?
1: Yeah, I thought thought the first... Basically, the first bit before the musical intro and credits Mm -hmm. was a great introduction. It let you know about the character, his relationship to his dad, and kind of... It set the rules of the world really well, if that makes sense.
0: Well... Onto that. Soma goes inside and he and his dad have a food duel, seeing who can cook better. I believe the dish was Chinese rice. Chinese rice. rice. Yeah. And I suppose a peer of Soma or maybe a high school girl who Mm. just lives in the same town is the judge for this food. She tries both and the food leads to, shall we say, a sexual experience for her.
1: It's sexy food time.
0: It's sexy food time. Her skirt flares up a bit, she kind of moves around uncomfortably, uh, as if she's experiencing some, shall we say, pleasure. And that's the introduction to how food works in this setting. It's going to come up again quite a bit. When people eat food, it feels really, really good. And that's how you know how good it is.
1: Yeah. I have a lot to say about that.
0: Anyways, Soma's dad wins. They argue about how many times Soma has lost. Uh, He's never
1: 489.
0: Oh, did you look up the exact number? Yes. Okay. I did my homework. So they argue over that uh tell you that basically they're telling you that Soma is trying to outdo his dad and has been trying for years and never succeeded
1: well, that's his main motivation
0: which I do think you mm-hmm. know it's introduced almost immediately, and it's done in a way where they're you know they're showing not telling, which is good storytelling weird, yeah, anyways, after Soma loses he asks the judge to try one more dish. Remember that squid from just a few minutes ago? The squid and peanut butter? Well, he yeah. feeds her that, and uh, she has a sexual experience again, but this time it's not so pleasant. It involves tentacles.
1: it It's squid yeah. sexual assault.
0: It should be said that there's no nudity in this series, but uh, if you're uncomfortable with fan service or people having sexual experiences with food this is not the show for you
1: yeah tell me about it
0: next main story beat is some shady business people are trying to take over
1: the restaurant
0: so which i should say is
1: it's it's a diner
0: yes it's a diner Small diner in a small town, but they're trying to turn it into a big town and they want to bulldoze the building and make some like high rises or something. Anyways, they want to buy the restaurant. Uh, Soma and his dad won't sell, but they also let these business people know that they would shut down if they ever couldn't serve a customer. This leads to these shady business people vandalizing the restaurant and destroying almost all of the food. They then come in and ask Soma to make them a dish, a meat dish specifically. Instead of giving up, Soma goes back, sees what is left, and makes a dish out of potatoes and bacon.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a meat substitute dish, basically.
0: Yeah. They they do explain uh, how these dishes work, and for the most part, I'm, I'm no professional chef, but it seems, it makes sense to me, it seems like it could It could be right that these things might really work
1: well and that's what i'll say as someone who does cook a lot and and do a lot of kind of fancier cooking let's say everything is checked out so far to me
0: yeah which i really
1: appreciate
0: uh with this dish we're not going to go into it with every dish but with this one they explain how the potatoes start taking on the flavor and grease and juices of the bacon which then makes the potatoes taste a lot like meat. Uh,
1: yeah, and he cooks them to a consistency. It's it's well done.
0: Not the meat, but the show.
1: Yes. The meat and is cooked perfectly.
0: Anyways, the quite sexy shady businesswoman uh, starts moaning and moaning. Sexy
1: food time.
0: Sexy food time. And she's forced to admit that Soma served her a meat dish that was delicious. Uh, And this is another part of how food works in this universe is basically it's so good that if you're threatened to not be able to eat it anymore you'll have to admit defeat because oh god it is just that good.
1: Also your clothes like blow off.
0: Well not literally Uh, when they come back to reality their clothes are still there but in their fantasies they're having while eating their clothes blow off yes Yes. so Soma saves the restaurant and he's ready to work there forever and then as soon as it's cleaned up his dad is like oh hey Soma I'm leaving Uh, I'm closing the restaurant for a few
1: years which he does over the phone while he's already gone
0: (laughs) And so Soma's left with nothing to do except for well his father left him a note basically saying, Oh hey, go to this school and learn to cook better.
1: Yes, Tatsuki Academy.
0: And that's uh, that's the first episode.
1: Well and also we get introduced to Arena. Do we do we
0: get introduced to her in the first episode? I thought that was in the second. Just
1: barely. Okay. Um and we, we learn that she has the golden tongue.
0: God the Best tongue.
1: palate in all the land.
0: Yeah, basically, she can taste food better than anybody. That's her special talent. Yeah. Anyways. So,
1: the second episode.
0: The second episode. Somebody so i uh, to You wanna let me do my job, Andrew?
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Sit down and eat the anime. Okay. Soma gets to the school. It's huge. It is just fucking huge. Basically, he takes one look at it and goes, What am I doing here? Anyways, he meets some people. They kind of let you know that this is a really high-class place in the sense that the people going there tend to be very rich and part of the upper crust, and they look down on Soma from because he came from a diner.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very strong classist stuff.
0: Yeah, and they I honestly do think they handle that well.
1: I agree. Uh,
0: you really want to cheer for Soma, not necessarily because he's an underdog with his cooking, but because you want people to respect that he is just as good at cooking even though he came from a small diner. So there's a exam for transfer students. When Soma goes in to do the exam, the judge is Arena, the woman with the god tongue. So remember, she can taste everything super good.
1: And everyone's terrified of her.
0: Everyone is super terrified of her, and every other Uh, participant who is going to take the exam runs away except for Soma. Soma then needs to make her a dish with an egg, uh, or based around egg and he makes her a really plain-looking diner dish.
1: Wait, let me try the name on this. Transforming for Kake Gohan.
0: Sure. So, Arena immediately, more than anybody else in this show, she looks down on Soma, and she pretty much decides from the beginning she wants to flunk him because he's from a little diner, and he made her a diner dish, not anything fancy. She then eats the dish and is completely blown away, sexily. But she still hates Soma so much already that she fails him anyways. After that happens, her grandfather, who owns the school, sneaks in and tries the dish. And uh, that's the end of episode two. Any any other comments you want to make on it?
1: No, I mean, that's that's pretty much it also although I will say she also did not like and this is going to be a theme people don't like Soma's cockiness
0: true so episode three despite just being flunked by arena we go to the entrance ceremony and Soma got in as the only transfer student so as the only transfer student they ask him to say a few words and he basically tells everybody he's going to be number one everybody in the school pretty much immediately hates him. Uh. Except for Megumi, who's kind of scared of him in that she does not want to draw any attention to herself. She's already on the verge of flunking out of uh, Totsuki. And she just doesn't want that sort of attention on herself, so she decides to completely avoid him. She then gets paired with him in class. Wonderful. So first class together
1: oh wait before we're missing one important thing yes Soma does run into arena during the opening ceremony oh yeah and arena makes it very clear that she flunked him yeah so we don't really know how he got in
0: well they kind of hinted at it but officially we don't know yeah the teacher of their first class is a french chef who is renowned for never smiling despite how good many dishes he has are, and he's very tough on grading. Anyways, they have to make beef bourguignon. Bourguignon?
1: Beef bourguignon. bourguignon.
0: There's no B in there, but I guess it's Fre- French, so, I mean, they normally don't add letters, but they do take out a lot of them.
1: Well, so the thing we're looking at, this is not the correct, Spell, like not the correct spelling of beef bourguignon.
0: uh let me look that up not the
1: English spelling I should say
0: that uh, that makes sense to me anyways, you had some uh notes on this particular dish, correct
1: yeah well it's it's so it's a dish that takes a long time, it is delicate and easily ruined, yes which is why he gives it to them
0: yes so soma and megumi are partners and they have to make this dish together things seem like they're starting out all right but again everybody hates soma so two other students who we will never see again decide to uh, sabotage them they take a bunch of salt and pour it in with the uh, beef that is being prepared obviously this ruins it
1: and there is not enough time to start over
0: so it kinda looks like Soma and Megumi are up shit creek and remember Megumi is on the verge of failing, one more bad grade and she's out is this when we get her backstory or is that a little bit later
1: I believe it was at the beginning of the episode okay um, but she's from a small town, has the whole hope of the town riding on her, that kind of a thing.
0: Basically, they think she's an excellent chef, and they sit, everybody saved up money to send her to the best cooking school. So it's very much an emotional thing for her, and she's about to give up. When Soma, as Soma will do many times, has an ingenious idea. He basically turns Megumi just into his assistant just tells her what to do and starts working some food magic
1: Uh, I love food magic
0: his food magic is basically he what rubs honey on the meat so it'll tenderize faster or
1: yes the enzymes in honey uh, make a very good tenderizer so it allows them to speed up the cooking process
0: fast forward to them finishing the dish Uh, The French chef who is running the class tries uh, their food and loves it so much that he smiles.
1: And gives it an A. Woo!
0: So the two kids, who we, again, will never see uh, after this episode, end up burning their meal because they were too distracted with Soma getting a good grade. And that, of course, means they failed. Uh,
1: And then we get a return of the grilled squid, this time in honey.
0: Oh, again, it's disgusting. Actually, something I missed from episode one that I really like. So, Soa and his dad actually argue over who made the worst dish. In that, not in trying to say, no, you made the worst dish. They're saying, I made the worst dish. They're not only comparing who makes the best food, they're comparing who made the worst, and they're proud of it.
1: When I mentioned this uh, when we talked earlier about this, it seems like he will do something really good and then something really bad. It's almost <laughs> like he has to balance.
0: Yeah. Well, when we were talking about this, because um, we actually talk outside of the podcast, I know that's going to be a surprise to a lot of people, but with the with the making terrible food it almost seems like a way for soma to blow off steam not that not just that he's balancing good and bad but also after he's done something really hard he's like i'm going to make a terrible dish and then make somebody eat it it's almost like a pastime
1: yeah exactly
0: next episode
1: oh wait before we before we move on i do want to point out this is very emotionally traumatic for megumi and it manifests through the next couple episodes.
0: Both the squid and there is a lot of emotional fallout that gets used later with her only passing because of Soma. Episode 4. Soma walks to his new dormitory. When he gets there, he finds out that he needs to make a dish to actually be allowed in the dormitory. I assume if he failed, he'd be sleeping on a bench or something like that. Maybe a cardboard box. So he needs to cook a dish that the caretaker of the dormitory likes. Fumi. Yes, Fumi. She's basically like their wise old sensei in a way. Yeah. But he was supposed to bring his own ingredients for this test, and he didn't. So all he had with him was some, what was it, dried squid,
1: I think? Yeah. And then he also had some uh, scraps that were in the kitchen. Yes. makes an improvised mackerel burger
0: and big surprise it's delicious and he gets into the dormitory then you meet a bunch of side characters and i do mean a bunch of side characters
1: this one really stressed me out
0: yeah most of them are not important. I think the only one who was important is uh, Satoshi. Satoshi, you find out, is ranked number seven in the school. And they have, there's this thing called the Elite Ten. They're basically kind of like a student council, except for for some reason one of them is not a student,
1: at least one of them. And they run the school.
0: Well, they are under the owner of Tatsuki.
1: Totski. <laughs> Let's go with tatsuki.
0: Um But otherwise, yes, uh, they make all the other decisions. So he's part of the Elite 10, and he's chair number seven. It should be mentioned that Arena, despite being a first year like Soma, is already seat number 10. So she's at the bottom of the, uh, the council, but she's already on it. Yeah. Satoshi and Soma get into a cook off. And by the end of the, I think the episode ends with Soma eating Satoshi's dish and being like, this is absolutely amazing. It's the first time you see Soma eat somebody else's cooking and have some sexy time, uh, sexy food time.
1: Also, Satoshi cooks exclusively in an apron.
0: (laughs) By exclusively, Andrew means only in an apron, nothing else.
1: Yeah. And everyone else is like, Ugh, Satoshi's doing it again.
0: So, if you were afraid that this show was only going to be a fan service with female characters, don't you worry. You get to see some men have their clothes blown off, and you get to see Satoshi's butt a lot.
1: Equal opportunity.
0: Yes. Uh, Which I applaud them for. You know, it kind of broadens the appeal of the show. It's like, okay, you're going to have a show that... Really uses fan service? At least spread the fan service out to everybody. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this episode before
1: we move on? They were drinking juice. (laughs) Rice juice. Juice.
0: Juice. Getting real hammered. But they got real hammered. But it was just juice. Yeah. Um, Fun little joke. Anyways, episode five starts with Satoshi eating Soma's dish. And it's super good. Everybody really likes it including Satoshi and they declare the cook-off a draw
1: Well, and also there's an important thing that happens there Satoshi acknowledges that Soma has like infinite potential Because he doesn't stick to one style This is in his head not to him. Surprise,
0: surprise Soma is the protagonist and he can power up and go more Super Saiyan than everybody else
1: He's the chosen boy.
0: Yes So, Soma immediately decides he wants to become part of the elite ten and he's going to challenge Satoshi for his seat. Then everybody explains Shokugeki to him, which, you should remember, is part of the Japanese title. Shokugeki is an organized food duel at Tatsuki. In it, both parties have to wager something of equivalent value. And then the winner, gets what the loser, uh, wagered. In this case, Satoshi would be wagering his seat on the Elite Ten. Soma, however, has absolutely nothing he could offer that's of equivalent value. You then see Shokugeki in action, while Arena basically challenges the head of a club, and all the clubs in the sh- school are centered around some sort of dish, and the Shokugeki uh, what the club president wagered was the club room mm. itself. Arena, of course, wins, and she immediately bulldozes the clubhouse to build more kitchens for herself. And uh, yeah, any other notes on episode five?
1: Um, no, it's basically it. All uh, right. Oh, Arena is told about Soma's grade that he got in the French cooking class, and then she vows to remove Soma from the school by any means necessary. You're
0: going to be hearing a lot more about this. I mean...
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh. and she And she brings up the, the busty American underboss that is probably going to fight Soma in the food arena.
0: Oh, that's from a later episode.
1: Well, but they tease it at the end.
0: Yeah. It's basically, you know, what's coming up. Yeah. So, let's get some... You know general impressions impressions of themes impressions of uh art what the sky looks like how you feel today
1: well so the first thing i really want to start with is i really like how they've dealt with something serious with basically the the classism that they show very tactfully so far like Like, they've done a lot to make you root for Soma and feel his, how he is very much the other throughout all of these episodes, Mm. both positively and negatively, and it's made him a very full character, but it was also done with such care that it wasn't, uh, really perceptible until at the end, you go, oh, I like him. Yeah. I want him to succeed.
0: Kind of off of that, you mentioned that Soma is a pretty fleshed out character. Now... Again, we said we'd be pretty critical of anime, and one of the things I really don't like in anime is when you just have a bland, blank protagonist. Drives me nuts. Like I suppose you're so su- that you're that they're basically supposed to be someone that you can put yourself inside of, that you can pretend to be them, but that just doesn't work for me and I'd rather have a more fleshed out character in a fleshed out story. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) put it
1: another way, I don't even know if Soma's really a good guy, you know? Mm. He's kind of a jerk. He's kind of cocky. He forces people to eat these creepy, bad, squid assault things.
0: Uh, assault squid. Yeah, But they almost immediately give you a really good look at Soma's motivations and character without having to tell you what they are. They show the rivalry between him and his dad and how he wants to surpass his dad more than anything else. They show the classism he has to deal with. They show, you know, his faults and that he's very cocky and he's not always going to be able to back that up but he mostly can.
1: Yeah. um, Another thing that was done fairly tactfully, in my opinion, so, the fan service in
0: this.
1: (laughs) I am practically allergic to fan service. It it skeeves me out.
0: He breaks out in hives. I've seen it. It's true. He he saw a titty in uh, Gundam turn, Turn A Gundam, and he just... Skin turned red, not like, you know, not blushing, but like, no, the hive started breaking out. Yeah, I burned the
1: DVD too. Uh, No, but this was one of the most well-conceived examples of fan service I've ever seen. I honestly do want to
0: talk a lot about the fan service.
1: It makes a lot of sense. It
0: does. Because
1: how can you show basically a fight with food because like getting like punched in the gut or something like that? doesn't work because then that food would be bad, which is not good. Like that's not what you're trying to do.
0: You have to show how pleasurable the food is, and one of the most obvious ways to do that is physical pleasure.
1: Exactly. Like at least it makes sense.
0: There are uh there are shows actually I mentioned killing bites early on and how I'm gonna check that out where it seems like the fighting is a vehicle for the fan service. In this case, it's pretty much the complete opposite. The fan surface is a vehicle to show the fighting. It makes complete sense in the context of the show and it's not there for its own sake.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes they go a little far for me. Like the, the I forget which, which one it was, but there were like lecherous little Soma cherubs. Also not a big fan of the squid.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's understandable, especially with your allergies. But overall, I think it really works.
1: Yeah. It did not push me away.
0: Up until this point of the show, and we have both watched all of season one, I might have binged season two, but we're not talking about that. So far, they haven't really gotten too much into any of the side characters. They've just focused on Soma. What I will say is, coming up in the episodes we'll be going over later... They do flesh out some of the side characters, but there's a lot of them that don't really matter.
1: Well, here's a question. Don't give any, you know, spoiler answers, but since you've seen season two, do they build on that stuff? And is it just a large cast and they're not shoehorning a lot of that in? Or do they just get kind of left on the side?
0: Um, the side characters do come up and you do get to see them make food. And they do go into their specialties with food so they do have some relevance with cooking but as far as fleshing them out as people not much of that happens
1: that's unfortunate
0: except for like i said there's a few important side characters and you get to know them pretty well
1: that's a shame because i would really like to get to know this huge cast
0: i disagree actually the cast is as it well, as the cast is right now, it's already way too big to give them much uh screen time. Like you can't have a cast that big and not have a show hundreds of episodes long.
1: No, that's true.
0: Yeah. It'd be nice and I mean hopefully they'll tell at least a little bit about their backstories I definitely don't think that they should go a lot into them they shouldn't try to fully flesh them out because that would just take up too much time and derail the whole show
1: well I guess where I'm just disappointed is that it seems like they care more about their cooking than the person which I'm the opposite I don't kind of care which cuisine they do I'm curious about the person. Like why does the person keep a forest in the one girl keep uh keep like a forest in her room.
0: By forest he means lots of wild game, not yeah. trees. There is a reason and this is getting a bit into later episodes. Actually, I think I think into season 2. It's not a it's not a spoiler, but they all have their specialty. And our main characters don't know how to do every type of cooking and occasionally they have to rely on one of these side characters to teach them how to do something that will become a part of an important dish Mm, so they do serve a plot uh, to further the plot they just don't have really any reason for being there outside of this is their cooking specialty and it'll come up in a later episode
1: yeah I understand yeah
0: any other notes
1: um, the anime knife chopping mm. is amazing, and I love it.
0: You get to see a lot of good chopping um the food pepper preparation actually it's just animated really well, and it just looks great it
1: the show makes me hungry,
0: yeah, the show will make you hungry. It is basically food porn and almost anime porn,
1: yeah, oh, also, I have in my note. I'm not sure if someone says this or I just thought of it as I was watching, but I have honed YOURSELF in all caps. I'm hoping someone said that.
0: I'm hoping someone said that, but when you took that note, were you drunk? No. Okay, then I'm guessing somebody said that.
1: (laughs) Probably. Uh, Oh, I do appreciate how it's not all fan service when they eat really good food. Like, I think it's Satoshi who has, like, a plant basically sprout and grow. So it's a bit more metaphorical.
0: And Fumio essentially has a spiritual experience.
1: Yeah, it might be her with the plant. It might be her. I mean,
0: they're definitely not afraid to do fan service with Satoshi. Yeah. I mean, he walks around with his ass out for most of the show.
1: I expect. Besides that. no, I I really enjoyed this, aside from, like, a couple... Qualms. Just the way the story is told, and and the artistry of the narrative, it's got me. I'm in.
0: Yeah, I would say if you like shonen battle anime.
1: What's shonen?
0: I believe it means literally boys anime, but more generally, it's the anime where a bunch of people fight.
1: Oh, so punch, punch, kick, kick, kick.
0: Yeah, and the protagonist keeps powering up.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. If
0: you like shounen anime, or if you used to like shounen anime but want something fresher, I would suggest this as long as you're okay with fan service. And that's that's basically my review of it.
1: Yeah, and I really think, uh, going back to kind of why we picked this, it's I love how the Japanese sometimes will take something that is mundane and it becomes life and death, it becomes bigger than life. Yeah. And with this, they did it with cooking. And I I love that idea. Mix that with some Iron Chef Japan. It's Very interesting. Good.
0: Yeah, Overall, I like this show so far. And on our next episode...
1: One thing that I will say negative. The amount of fan service during the musical bits is insane. Yes. Um, and skews me out.
0: That is also... Not unusual for anime. I'm not saying it's good, but that's not unusual. There are other very tropey things about the, uh, especially the intro, like, they're showing all of the characters and side characters basically to be like, this is a person you're going to see later. And they have some, they're not just going to be like an incidental character that pops up once and is gone. But also they want to give you some and A to be like, hey, do you like this stuff, kid? Then you're gonna like this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, but so here's a question Is there any other stuff like that, like any tropes and that kind of stuff, that I'm missing?
0: Mm. I mean, I think we covered
1: most of the main ones.
0: I do believe some other tropes do come in later, but as for the first five episodes, I think we, we covered them. Um,. There's definitely some tropes that start developing later on, and you can kind of see the beginning of right now, but I don't want to discuss them until they really start coming into their own.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. But that's kind of one of the things I'm going to be really questioning you on, is just, there's some stuff that I'm just never going to get. Yeah. On my own, at least.
0: Oh, I mean, I suppose there's the trope of, it's a high school.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that seems to be pretty common.
0: Japanese love high school settings what can I say I mean actually I could say a good bit about it but I think uh, right now we should wrap this up
1: yeah yeah thank you for uh, listening to us rant hopefully you come back joining us
0: in our pizza palace
1: yes I love pizza palaces Mm Mm-hmm. but so let us know what you think what was good what was bad what you want us to change what was ugly that's not anime Tim
0: (laughs) but what if it was
1: you can get a hold of us, awam underscore pod, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, our website is awam.pizza, and we'll have schedules for when stuff's coming out, what it's covering, so you can keep up and watch with or don't see stuff that you haven't seen yet.
0: You mean don't listen to stuff
1: about yes. things you
0: haven't seen yet? Andrew, they can't see us. They can't peer through the veil and
1: see our faces. Thank God, I'm all in the <laughs> uh yeah, this has been Andrew, and that's been Tim.
0: Thanks.